and welcome to the next episode of the Oscar Rewind Podcast. Uh, this time around, we are not rewinding back to another previous Oscar year. We're going to predict the future, and we're going to see if we can figure out what are going to be the winners of the 2021 Oscar year. Me and Andrew, you know, we're, we're pretty fun, but we got to have a whole crew here to really see if somebody can perfect the Oscars. And so we have four other Oscar experts here, the Pop Topic co-host, Tristan Philipson, and three scoundrel friends of mine. We have Seagull, Sam, and Jack. How's everyone doing? Doing good. I feel like there's too many people here. How's yeah. everyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping everyone yeah, talked at I'm once to have the chaos. The Oscars are in 10 days. I think it's 10 days from now. Whoa, really? Yeah. Sam, do you have like a giant uh, chalkboard in your room and you count it down every day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He buys one of those advent calendars at Christmas time and saves it for 25 days out of the Oscars. He's a chocolate every day leading up to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sam's got a chocolate every day to get himself excited. He has a big board that says 10 more days until Carrie Mulligan wins the Oscar. No, I'm saying the opposite of that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Spoiler alert for this podcast. Uh-oh. <laughs> for Sam's... <laughs> Jack, what is your thoughts on the 2021 Oscar year? Have you been following the other Oscars? This is my first time really following it, so I feel like I'm new to this. Um, I've been following it for the past, uh, was it five, six years? Um, oh, I just got into, was it betting, um, through, uh, goldderby.com, mainly because of, uh, the, the YouTube channel, uh, Oscar Experts and, uh, Film Drunk. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. But I've been following the Oscars for, like, a long time, and, um, I think this year has been really interesting, mainly because of the fact of, uh, COVID, and, um, just, uh, this whole race is just all dedicated to like independent films instead of like the blockbusters that you typically see um get nominated so how much money do you make off of betting yeah. it do you like roll in the dough yeah i was wondering that also no no um i'm not betting any money on on it i'm just doing it for free uh for fun yeah points, uh, there's a leaderboard yeah a leaderboard mm. for uh gold derby but um i've looked at a couple of uh betting websites that uh do the oscars and um there's like a lot of like crazy like predictions and like numbers going into like was it the uh best actress race and the best supporting actress race um especially what's going on with like uh was it between carrie mulligan viola davis andrea day and um francis mcdormand mm -hmm. it's just a complete like mess so i don't know what's going on with that so how much money could you get from this? Like, hypothetically, if I'm really good at the Oscars, I think, could I just, like, quit my job? I think that it's funny that everyone's going crazy that, for once, the Oscars aren't completely predictable in every category. It's like, who's going to win Best Actress and no one knows? But, like, most of the years, every category... I mean, even this year, most categories are, are pretty much on lock at this point. Well, yeah, it's it's not this boring this year. I mean, last year, was, it was yeah. kind of, like, getting repetitive. It was just, like... Okay, yeah. Here, this, 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 this. All the acting winners last year won everywhere. Best Picture was the interesting thing last year, and, and I think if Best Picture goes the way it's like predicted to this year, which I really think it will, it's going to be a very boring category, but the acting categories are more chaotic. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, right? Tristan yeah, Pink's winning Best Picture? Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I think for most of my list, I think most of the categories were pretty obvious, besides that, as was already mentioned, the two actress not categories. Those are the only ones that I think I've 
anyone have any hot takes on? The rest feel pretty obvious to me, except maybe a few Sam random has one. <laughs> yeah, I think this is going to yep. be, uh, yeah, Andrew was telling me she was worried this is going to be like a five hour podcast. I was like, I don't know. I think this is going to be like a 30 minute podcast and like a 10 minute debate. Right. No, I can, re- me and Sam can like debate whether what's going on with like the best actress race. Yeah, but I think we're pretty, pretty on board with like the same thing because we don't really have one clear prediction. I, I kind of bouncing between people and I don't really no, know. I actually saw who was going to win, but I'm not telling you guys so we can have a fun podcast. <laughs> I appreciate no, that. Like, yeah, I, I got think, you. I think the clearest uh, winner is for best supporting album, actor, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The biggest Out of all the acting game. categories, I yeah. agree. Andrea is okay. the Academy, so whatever she votes for, they end up winning. Oh. oh. That's nice. Thanks. Andrea, can you vote for Frances McDormand, please? <laughs> yeah, I already did. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I guess it's official, yeah. That's why she's here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're all guessing, and she's going to let us know who's right and wrong live. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so are we ready to go straight into the award predictions here? Or do you guys have anything else to say? It's also, I think it's also mentioned that um, I've seen most of the uh, live action shorts and a little bit of the documentary shorts, and I've seen only one animated short, and I've listened mm-hmm. to all all the music. So, yeah. Wow, he's really I into have, this. I've only I just seen wanna, two of the animated yeah. shorts, and that's it. I think I've seen two as well, and I've seen one of the live action. I just want to re- reiterate what Jack said or before about it being indie. I think it's actually really cool that films like Sound of Metal are getting so much attention in a year when in, when in most years they would not be getting any nominations. This this year it has six, and I, I really think that's really cool. I also yeah, think that... Shout out like, Sound of Metal. I know. I rewatched yeah, it today. It's still really good. It's the best. And I think that, like, even though, like, obviously I'm biased, it's my favorite of the year, but I think in a normal year, Promising Young Woman would not have been nominated for Best Director and Picture. I thought you were still talking about Sound of Metal, and I was like, it's the best? It's better? What? <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. think, um, like, it would not Yeah, I don't think in the year, I don't think in any year, I honestly, whatever, we'll get into hot takes. <laughs> no, but, like, also, what was it, Sound of Metal? I don't, yeah. Like, it, it, it debuted in 2019 um, at the festivals. Mm, so mm-hmm, it cool. was not picked it up, and it was just, like, completely, like, in dead water. So since, mm. it, what was it, it came out, like, late in, in 2020, like, it was a good time to, like, release it at that time. Right. Either COVID or COVID or not, I don't know if it would really, like, stand a chance if COVID didn't exist. But I'm really glad that Sound of Metal like really got like nominated and showed up. Yeah, I'm a big Sound of Metal fan, so I agree with you guys. All right, so I think we're good to go with the awards. You got anything to say, Andrea? Nope, I'm ready. Let's go. Do you like Sound of Metal as well? Yeah, I like Sound of Metal. It was really good. (laughs) Good. All right, it was a test. Awesome. Have we all seen all eight of the Best Picture nominees? Yes. I would assume so. Yes, I have. The Father was the last one I had to see. Ironically, the father was the, the first one too. I saw. Wow, way to flag. Yeah. Sam, I saw it before all you guys, so I like it more. No, I saw it all before you, <laughs> except the father. I think it was the last to see the father, so take that. I, I saw it two days ago. No, that's true. Just in one. Yeah. I saw <laughs> Judas Malbach on Seattle three hours ago. So I'm ready to go. <laughs> nice. So it's fresh on Tristan's mind. All right, so we can start the awards here. Let's get all the technical ones first. So for cinematography, the five nominations are Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, 
News of the World, Nomadland, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. So Sam's like already doing an impression here. Was this no. for all the nominations? No, just Trial of Chicago 7 being nominated for cinematography. Who, who <laughs> voted for that over Minari? I, I want names. Over so many movies. Over, yeah. yeah. Over Tenet. Tenet, like, the fuck? Tenet looks terrible. Like, have yeah, you seen I it? hate that movie, and I like the cinematography. Yeah, yeah like, have you seen it in IMAX? Like, that shit looks amazing and crispy. Chicago 7 looks like it was shot on an iPhone by a seven-year-old. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sam is already Harsh. coming, yeah. Does anyone here love Trial before we continue shitting on it? No. Right, I right. like Trial. He's making sure there's a lot of people yeah. here. Yeah, Trial's decent. I, yeah. It's, it's well, been a good movie, but I don't love it. Yeah. I think it's, of the eight nominees, probably one of the worst ones, I would guess, but still a good movie. I don't think it belongs to cinematography either. I was more surprised on it, like, but I guess we get to talk about it. Yeah. Were we watching the same movie? Uh, you know, the courtroom was gorgeous, guys. Uh, it should win. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, so um, I think we all agree that Nomadland's gonna win, right? Yeah, I think yeah. Nomadland's yeah. the obvious one. Is everyone voting Nomad? Like, do we need to discuss any other option? Was it Mank might also? It might steal. I don't know exactly, but like, I think the Academy might go for Mank because of the whole was it black and white photography? Mm-hmm. They but do really like at this point. point. At this point in this award season, yeah. that there's there's really grounds for predicting anything other than Nomadland in this category. Yeah. I do think my personal favorites, uh, not Nomadland, my personal favorites, Judas and the Black Messiah for this category. I was actually gonna say, I think no, I think Judas is gorgeous looking. I actually really like how that yeah. looks. I love Surprisingly, it. Surprisingly, it's, it's such a crisp, sharp track. film. Such great camera work. Such great color. So, oh, it's so good. Yeah, shout out to um, Sean Bobbitt who uh, uh, shot it. He's yeah. a cinematographer for uh, Judas. I feel like he's not discussed. Bob, but if you're listening, you're off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like an avid listener. <laughs> if Minari was nominated, it would be my pick, but it wasn't nominated, so yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they gotta make room for trial. Hopefully, no one involved with trials listening to this podcast because they're not gonna like. I it. don't care. Oh, I <laughs> don't if you're involved with trial, screw you. <laughs> oh, and um, was the news of the world? It, I saw that. I was the only person who saw that in theaters, and it looked pretty mm. good. It is a good-looking nice. movie. I actually still haven't seen that. But I haven't seen it. Haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. I was about to make the joke that Jack's the only person that saw it, period, but I guess Sam saw it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we, we all agree Nomadland will win uh, this uh, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. This, I think we can just put Nomadland on this yeah. one and move on to the next category, I guess. Yeah, I think we're going to say this a lot. Uh, we all agree with this, right? Okay, uh, let's move on. Cause, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. There are certain categories where predicting anything other than the obvious would, would be an upset. There's yeah. no other way around that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're here to win. Uh, it's not even for money, but we're going to take this seriously. <laughs> I'm so. here to beat you guys. That's all I want. That's better than money for me. Yeah, exactly. The pride of beating you guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Andrew was even like, so are we getting anything out of this? And I was like, you'll get a thumbs up from me and my respect. And Andrew's like, so I can I'll, just... <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a picture of me giving you the thumbs up. Aw, thanks. Looking forward to well, that. Well, if I were... You have to send me one. All right. It's only four. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you know, thumbs up for a thumbs up. All right, so the <laughs> second category here is for best sound. Not sound mixing, but just sound. We're combining them together. And the five nominations is for Greyhound, Mink, 
News of the World, Soul, and Sound of Metal. I'm yeah, going with, it, the, with the, was it the title that has it, Sound of Metal, because it's sound? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. Um, yeah, I rewatched it today. I, I was of the position that Soul actually has the best sound of the year. Sound of Metal is winning, but I was of that position, of that opinion. But rewatching it today, Soul, uh, Sound of Metal really does some really smart, immersive stuff with its sound, and I, I think that actually very much deserves it, 100%. And getting to see it in the theater especially. I mean, yeah, you could hear yeah. from all angles of the theater, obviously. I mean, it, it's like, it's going to win, and it should win. Yeah, I got Sound of Metal in this one also. I wrote down Sound of Music on a piece of paper, but uh, I meant Sound of Metal. <laughs> so, I think that one's going anyone, anyone else give, going give, to gonna give some attention to Soul for a second? No, that sound is amazing. I love the sound of um, the Soul sound. I would yeah. give also attention to Mank. Um, I'm a True. sucker for the, the old-timey mono um, sound mixing mm -hmm. um, technique they did um, with the movie. I'm not that surprised that uh, Sound of Metal is uh, the front runner here. I was the only person who saw it um, at home. Uh, Sound of Metal, I haven't seen it in theaters. But, like, I, I, it, I haven't seen it in theaters either. Neither have I. I'm the only one who saw it in theaters. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. I saw it once on my TV, and the second time um, on my uh, was my laptop with my headphones on. And both times, mm. like, sound mixing, like, it's it was extremely immersive. Um, and the sound editing, editing. They're, they're one. Yeah, the sound editing, the sound... <laughs> I'm just making fun of the Oscars, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do think Soul sounds, like, amazing. Soul sounds so good. I love the ethereal, just, beauty of its sound in, 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 in the... Before the, the pre-world, whatever they call it in the movie, I forget. And I love how just present and down-to-earth it feels on Earth. I just, I love the sound of that movie. But, but re-watching Sound of Metal today, it's definitely, definitely my pick and definitely the winner. I think Mank has really good sound as well. I feel like people, especially yeah. some people in here, hate on Mank, but I think uh, Mank is gorgeously sound. Uh, yeah, I like it. But obviously yeah, Sound of Metal is amazing. Two shout-outs to Mank, I love it. Yeah, I would right. also shout-out to, uh, was it, Greyhound, because that's the loudest one. <laughs> I was actually about to ask, uh, Jack, you saw News of the World. Did you continue the Tom Hanks uh, if film only here? Sound gave, if only they gave sound like no, 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 the no, editing. No. Oh, it has the most sound? Well, it's the winner. There's a scene in, um, was it News of the World, where there's like a shootout in the, mm. in the canyons, like on the, was it on the mountains? Um, Tom Hanks is like trying to like uh, fight off like this person um, that uh, is trying to like uh, stalk them throughout the whole movie. And like, there's like a big like shootout and it's like, there's like this moment of like silence and then like gunshots and everything. It was, nice. it, sound, it sounded like beautiful, like on, um, when I saw it in theater. So Shootouts are cool. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I would also give attention to Tenet, even though the sound mixing and sound editing in that is like, it's debatable, like some people hate it, some people love it, I'm kind of like right in the middle, like I love like the, was it like the big bass and like the sounds that uh, mm -hmm. were going on in that movie, but like also like the mixing with the dialogue was just like awful, like I couldn't hear shit. I'm glad it didn't get nominated um, in this category, but still, I was just like, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Tenet was kind of like a big, loud. Like, old, yeah, loud, like, blockbuster. <laughs> I think it deserves uh, yeah. a nomination instead of, uh, was it, Greyhound? Mm, that's wow, Greyhound. Isn't that your pick, Andrea, for sound? 
I haven't seen that one. <laughs> well, you can still pick it. Okay, sure. Oh, wait, Andrea picked it. One second, let me quickly change my my answer. <laughs> I'm, I'm Team Greyhound all the way. <laughs> team Greyhound. Yeah, I'm ready for Greyhound to sweep some of these knobs. So, what's your pick, Andrea? Greyhound? Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely my pick. Yes. Well, you're saying it sarcastically, but I don't know what your pick is. No, <laughs> it was Sound of Metal. Okay, all right. Cool, all right. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I was like, well, I know it's sarcastic, but that's the only answer I'm getting so, so far. So far, we're, we're unanimous on two for two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, watch us get unanimous the whole time and we all win. <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> yeah, it'd be the worst podcast ever. I don't, want, I don't want all of us to win. I want to beat you. That's right. Same here. <laughs> all right, so next up is Visual Effects. And the five nominations is Love and Monsters, Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, and Tenet. I think Tenet got it. Mulan getting but... nominated here is worse than Fire yeah. for Cinematography. Can we, can we talk about that? Mulan <laughs> looks so bad. My special effects are garbage. My Mulan. biggest fear is Mulan winning this because I don't want it to be Oscar winning Mulan 2020. That is like oh, the worst statement sad. ever. Yeah. That's yeah. why I did that for this category. I think Susan won one for costumes, didn't it? Not visual effects. But, um, it didn't uh, it had two Oh, it won both? It's a two-time Oscar winner? Oh, my goodness. No, I think it lost visual no. effects. It won costumes, but it's not. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, my, my pick would be fan. Which is funny, considering Christopher Nolan's so into practical effects. And so... No, no, <laughs> but it's, there's, there's practical but it, effects. But it's still that... No, no, I know. It's just funny if it wins for visual effects after Christopher Nolan's whole intensely practical practical ways it definitely has great special effects i just think it's, it's an ironic but practical effects count on visual effects doesn't it isn't visual effects oh, do they? That's what we do oh, oh, that, oh then, yeah, definitely. it's part of practical and also like it's part like in camera stuff there's also yeah like, definitely like the was it like the backwards uh um movements mm-hmm. and all that the car scene yeah the car chase the whole was it the airplane um explosion scene Jack hasn't seen. I have seen. Don't make fun of my boy Ivan. I love that gorilla. Shout out to George. He loves. Uh, this is a gorilla. I don't even know them. Yeah, that's why he was nominated. Believe it or not, there was a CGI gorilla. Mm. I, it looks so real. I thought it was a real gorilla. I don't want to watch it now. Yeah, it's great. Honestly, I liked it. Right, uh, bye. I'm gonna watch it right now. Yeah, I'm a defender. Yeah, let's throw it on. You know, this is no longer a prediction <laughs> podcast. This the rest is of a, this podcast is now a commentary of yeah. us watching the one and only Ivan. I'll stand that, yeah. Honestly, I thought it was a great film. I think he gave it a 3.5. I thought it was very fun. I think it was my favorite. It was my second favorite Disney Plus original. It's the second best Disney Plus original of the year behind the amazing Artemis Fowl, obviously. That movie's amazing. I remember that was Perfect Effects. One that deserves the nominal one. Yeah, imagine if Artemis Fowl got a nomination. That would have been great. 
Yeah, I'm just on that team where uh, Josh Gad um, farts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is Oscar-worthy. Humor. Yeah. yeah, remember when Josh Gad like ripped his jaw open? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Oh, clip. I didn't that was that. that was a good part of a phenomenal movie. Yeah, that was classic. It should have been nominated. All right, Andrew. Well, now that Artemis Fowl isn't on the table here, what's your prediction? Whoa, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're really baking on Artemis making it. That's right. I put all my money on that one. Are we putting you down for Artemis? Why? <laughs> what's your prediction you for visual effects? My, you have all my thumbs up on that one. Thanks. <laughs> Tenet. Tenet? What about you, Tristan? What's your prediction? Yeah, I got Tenet on this one, too. Um, as we already talked about, there's not a lot of big blockbusters came out this year, uh, which are 10 to win the visual effects categories. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Tenet's going to win this one. I had the best say, yeah, visual effects mm -hmm. of all the movies that are nominated here. Mm -hmm. So for those keeping track, we're all 100% on board so far. But yeah, this is where we might defer. We have best production design. And so the five nominations mm. is The Father, Ma Rainey, Mank, News of the World, and Tenet. Okay. Uh, I want The Father to win. I, I think I'm predicting The Father to win. But I think Mank will. Yeah, I put Mank down. I think Mank's going to win this one. I put Mank also. But, um, this will be am Mank. I, am I the only one on The Father? Yeah, because it didn't win the yeah. basket. And if it did, then yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think I think that the father is getting a lot of late love, and I think that it really it might it might come in and sweep it up. Oh, uh, I hope it does. Sony and it's so the, the the production design is so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it absolutely should. Win. It's good, but uh, I'm voted for make like everyone else, and I think makes the best. I I think it's a gorgeous production. So design. now it's so far. So so just to be clear, if Maine gets it, all of you beat me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We're far though. We're only four out. But uh, if the father yeah. wins, Siegel Auto wins. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Better. Yeah. As soon as the Academy announces it's the father, yeah. it's over. The Academy loves. No, I, they gave it to La La Land. The Academy does love Hollywood, Hollywood, but they really don't seem to be loving Nick. Yeah, but this will be. I think this is going to be the only thing. They do love Nick. That's the most nominees. Far, far, it's not going to win anything else. That's I agree. It, it does have the most nominations. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's hard to say they hate now it. I'm sticking yeah. with the father, though. <laughs> Seagull's like, you're not changing my mind. I, I, hope no. I actually hope you're right. I really do. Yeah, I like the father. I also do, too. I liked it a lot, because I think makes it better. I think makes it really great. Especially in black and white. I like how I'm actually a fan of Mink, but I'm taking away Mink. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a fan of Mank also. I, I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Oh, wow. I, I really loved it. I gave it a 4 and I'm sticking with it. It's still a 4. I think it was probably because like I learned a lot about like film history. So like when I watched it, I was just like, oh, I know this and this and this and this and this. And um, right. I know, yeah. So it was like really cool to like watch it like all co go down. And I also liked was like, Gary Oldman's performance. But like the man already won an Oscar. So I'm just like, why is he here? <laughs> but, um, well, that's not how Oscar nominations work. They don't like, oh, you won. You're not eligible anymore. Yeah, but, like, but, no, but there were better performances to nominate. Yeah, there were better. Yeah, every one of these categories wouldn't be my top five of the year. If my top five of the year were making it in, I'm thinking of ending things and Kajillionaire would be in these nominees. So we can go on to best score, and the five nominations is Defy Bloods, Mink, 
Minari, News of the World, and Soul. Soul's gotta win this. Soul will win. Yeah, I feel yeah, pretty good yeah. about Soul. Minari's score is amazing, but Soul. Minari is, is my easy. pick. I, that's my personal choice. I'm also pissed off that uh, Tenet didn't get nominated. I actually am too. I don't like that movie, but that score is really good. Like, I listened to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, that kind of pissed me off that um, it didn't get nominated um, for best score. <laughs> that should have been, like, a given. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, again, if they were to pick the best movies, a lot of movies would be here. If Soul wasn't here, I think it would be interesting because I think Mank and Minari are really good, and I think that would be a closer draw. Mm-hmm. But I think Soul's definitely taking it. I think yeah, it's double yeah. nominee sure. for Atticus and Ross. And by doing it for this one, they get to give another Oscar to John Baptiste. It's like, why not give it to three people and it's the better score? Mm-hmm. So maybe the Academy just doesn't like John. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't, true. I don't know why. Screw John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The five boys was weird. Because that didn't—that movie got nothing else but this. All right, uh, and to confirm with Andrea, are you also Team Soul? Yeah, definitely. That one works. <laughs> it's the best. I thought you were gonna give it to Five Bloods, and I you loved oh. that movie. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's a big fan of Five Bloods. All right, so we can go on to best song. Uh, I honestly don't know what any of these songs are. I didn't listen to any yeah. of them. They're not in the movie. They're at the yeah. freaking credits. Also, like I listen to all of them. Yo, Jack, could you like sing a bit of each song to like mm-hmm. make me think? Yeah, what... give us a, give us a... Please. Please. I want to know. Yeah, I want to know what's the best. Okay, so start reading them. All right, so we got "Fight for You" for Jesus and the Black Messiah. For you. That was really great. That's good. That's it. Yeah, I'm changing my vote. I liked that song. That was, that was good. That's really nice. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Right. What the other ones? So we have maybe Hear My... Yeah. Maybe, they're only, maybe it's only amazing because Jack was saying. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. So we have Hear My Voice from Sam's favorite movie, Trial of the Chicago 7. Hear my voice. Hey. That was actually really good. Yeah. I want to hear Sam sing the song from his movie. I don't know any of the songs. <laughs> Bullet Dodge. The only song I know is Wuhan Flu, which was dubbed. Not nominated, I know. What yeah, a no. tragedy. It should, it should be winning. It's more memorable than all of these. Whatever. Yeah. You never even listen to these ones. Maybe they are memorable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have uh, Husavak from Eurovision. There we go. Here's a big one in the movie. Yeah. Where the mountains sing through the screams of the seagulls. Oh, I can't. Hey, that's me! Yeah. Yeah, from the seagulls, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I picked that one. I just pulled up Genius. I that, that's clearly the better song, yeah. Yeah, totally. All right, then we have IOC from The Life Ahead. That's the one that wanted the, uh, the, the one called the, the Golden Globes, right? I can't sing Spanish, so... <laughs> yeah, I think this is the one that wanted the Golden Globes. I know Spanish, Globes. but I don't know how to sing that song, so... And then finally, we have Speak Now from One Night in Miami. That's the one that's going to win, because it's winning everywhere. That's all I know. To the voice yeah. Of the, na, 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 yeah. This one's gonna win. Okay. 
My take on this category has never changed. I don't think it should exist because one, it takes up about 30 minutes of the Oscar show because we have to hear them perform the songs. And two, mm. these are the songs and 90% of them are usually not in the film itself. So what's the point? They're all just over the credits. So I don't see the point in having this category, but whatever. Speak now, it's going to win. Yeah, I got. I put. I think it's gonna win. That was my my prediction here. Okay. Yeah, that's my prediction. I I think Kusevich's got a good shot at winning this over Speak Now. Um, I really like Leslie Autumn Jr., but I think this one's gonna go to Kusevich. Every so often, the Oscar picks a weird movie that no one expects to win it to win a category, particularly these weird technical categories like original song that doesn't really matter, as we've all already discussed. We already have to talk about how Suicide Squad won Best Costumes and stuff. I think Kusevich's mm-hmm. gonna win the. I think it's the most memorable song of all five. It's actually in the movie. It's a movie that was watched by a lot of people. It's right on Netflix. Will Ferrell movie. You got to think most people in the Oscars, in the academy have seen this movie. I think they're gonna pick for the movie that they remember. The movie, the song that they remember, and this is the one they're gonna remember. It's memorable. Um, it's watchable. I think a lot of people watched it, and they. Uh, I, I think it's gonna win the Oscar. Okay. I, what, the reason I, I don't think it it's win. gonna win is I don't think I don't think they're, they're gonna give it to Eurovision over One Night in Miami just as a movie. One of only two nominees for for that movie. They weren't high on that movie for a movie that was expected to be a best picture nomination nominee, maybe a director nominee. It wasn't get any of those. It, it, it's not loved by the yeah. audience. So I can't. And I don't know about it being on Netflix. One night in Miami. One night in Miami is right there on Amazon Prime. It's not. It's not any less accessible. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. And also that movie, Leslie Adam Jr. was nominated for supporting actor, and they're like, oh. Like, we'll give him song and not give him supporting actor. It's like a Lady Gaga Star is Born situation where they give her the song award and not best actress. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and um, I think also, was it with, uh, was it, not Hear My Voice, um, the other song, uh, Fight For You, uh, her is actually kind of like a, like a Grammy, like, winner. Mm. Some people call her, like, an industry plant, um, because she's been, like, winning a bunch of, like, awards, like, on uh, the Grammys and all that. Um, so she might, 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 might win here. But um, also, was it Speak Now? What Sam said, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. is nominated for Supporting Actor and also uh, Best Song. So, like, they can just split the vote and, like, give him, like, Best Song. Just to say, oh, yeah, here you go. Congrats. Yeah, because Daniel Kaluuya is such a lock. So, yeah, yeah right. like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I also had to speak now, but honestly, to be real with you, I thought Jack singing Hear My Voice was the best song of all the ones you sang. That is a good point. I thought that was really good. So that might be the better song now. I'm starting to question myself here. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I don't know any of the songs. I'm not even going based on which one I like best. I'm just going on based on which one I've heard about most. I mean, it's the most now. generic one um, out of the bunch. Like, when you hear it speak at now? No, um, Hear My Voice from uh, Charles Chaplin. Well, what do you sung it, Jack? It wasn't generic. It was, it's pretty generic. <laughs> it's behind you for the movie. You're just like, man, it's just cheesy. Jack really moved me. Now I want Trial to win Best Picture. I'm convinced. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. oh, my God. Jack's like, what did I do? <laughs> oh, no. no, no. If that movie won, that would be one of the most Yeah. What's your prediction, Andrea? Um, I didn't know anything about any of these songs and I kind of just Googled what had been winning awards and that's why I picked Speak Now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Me and Andrew, we're on the same page. That's right. 
All right. Well, I'm also so everyone against Tristan here. Yeah, I'm also think, sticking to speak uh, now. Yeah. Right. Now it's getting interesting. Now it's getting interesting. All right. So we can move on to best costume. Cliff, I, I'm also picking to speak now. I, I was making a joke about trial, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, okay. <laughs> Just for the listeners out there. But anyways, um, so onto costume here. We have Emma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, Mulan, and Pinocchio. Okay, so I think that Ma Rainey is going to win because it's been winning. Has anyone here seen Emma? Yes. I have. Yeah, we have. I I saw Emma. Wow, looks like you're the only one seagull. Interesting. I haven't seen it. I didn't like the movie, but I think it actually should win this category. I mean, weirdly oh, enough, I thought the costumes were really pretty and like easily the most like the yep. ones like I, I think were the most appealing out of all of these. But Ma Rainey is a deserving winner. I don't really care about this category. Yeah, Ma yeah. Rainey definitely has the most costumes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw Emma. Um, was it uh, when the lockdown happened? I mm-hmm. barely remember it, but like I remember like looking at the costumes and like being like, wow, these look really beautiful. On a lot of Those characters. are some good costumes. Yeah, very good <laughs> costumes. But I'm going for uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, the costumes in there look very like attuned mm. to like the the time. And uh, Viola Davis's uh, costume is like it, it stands out from everybody else. It's quite a costume. I, yeah, and I also like the suits um, the guys uh, wear. I actually yeah, really I like Emma. Yeah, that's a good movie. Point. Yeah, I went with Emma. Uh, I haven't seen the movie, but I saw the poster. And they had the costumes was really mm. good on the poster. So I went off that. <laughs> That's fair. Well, because I also have Moraine um, winning hair and makeup. And I'm like, how often does the person that win hair and makeup also win costume? Because they feel very similar awards. And oftentimes the same yeah. movies get nominated for both. Like this year, at least three of the movies are nominated in both categories. Maybe even four of the five are nominated in both categories. But how often does the same movie win one? So I didn't want to go with Moraine for both. So I hedged my bets, put Moraine for hair and makeup, which I think is almost a lock for that category. And I thought yeah. Emma hopefully had the better costumes than Ma Rainey did. I think Ma Rainey's actually a really good point. You're swaying if it, here. Yeah. If, it, if it wins, it's only going to win because it's the more Oscar-baity movie than Emma is. It's the more came out the right, right time, had the right actors, right people making it, where Emma's not quite an Oscar-baity film. But costumes, a lot of them don't go to the Oscar-baity film. They go more like the period piece drama like Emma is. I can't see Ma Rainey winning both. They went for Little Women. Yeah, they went so. for Little Women last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, which has the yeah, same sort but, of style and costume aesthetic as Emma does. Not what one makeup last year? Bombshell, because that was like the hair and prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So How often does the same movie win both? Very rarely, but often it's not nominated for both. So I think my bad to put Emma for this one and Marini for her hair and makeup. Okay, what are you thinking, so Andrew? Very good reasoning. I was really torn between Emma and Ma Rainey as well. I really liked uh, the dresses in Emma. Uh, but I went with Ma Rainey for this one. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna stick with Ma Rainey. I'm close to, that was a really good uh, pitch you put Yeah, out. it was a good pitch. Honestly, yeah. uh, I had Ma Rainey in my notes, but uh, now I'm questioning. Maybe I should do Emma. Uh, yeah. Tristan's actually might have persuaded me here. Tristan causing the chaos. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'll, I'll join Tristan here. Let, let's vote for Emma. Oh, Lord. Emma, I got Oh, goodness. Also, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. Also, I just want to go against the crowd. We should also talk about, what is it, like, Hillbilly Elegy like, being nominated in this category, even though I fucking hate that movie. Um, it deserves it. Yeah. Wait, this is, we're, we're doing makeup, makeup now, or we're still doing, we're still doing dresses? Well, makeup's next, so yeah, let's move on to makeup okay, and hair. Let's move on to makeup. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Which is the same four nominations for Emma, Ma Rainey, 
Mank and Pinocchio, but instead of Mulan, we have Hillbilly Elegy. Okay. Okay. Both, both pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hillbilly Elegy and what was the other movie? I don't know. There were two movies that I said. I don't care how many Oscars they win. I'm just never going to watch them. And Hillbilly Elegy won. No, it wasn't Pinocchio. Pinocchio I almost saw. I just didn't. And I probably never will. But yeah, I don't care. If it wins Oscars, I might. But not Hillbilly Elegy. I would predict it on that. That should. But like, what will win? I'm still going with uh, Ma Rainey. Yeah, Ma Rainey has the most makeup yeah. by far. It's so much makeup makeup in that movie. Um, Lord, they did not know when to stop. Yeah. Like, I did not I like it, but it will win. Sweating a lot. She was sweating a lot. Like, Chadwick Boseman yeah. was sweating a lot. I think they'll do it. And it wasn't like real sweat. So That's what you think. Really, yeah. they made them run no, around that before Whoa. every scene. Tristan can't convince me this time. I'm sticking to Ma Rainey. I, I got Ma Rainey this time. I think it's full hair makeup. I know, I'm kidding. All right, Andrew, you're gonna try. And, oh man, I kinda, you're gonna try and sway us. Just thinking about changing my 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 pick for the for the dresses though. Uh, I don't, I'm I'm done. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm not gonna think about it anymore. We'll see that. Uh, what about you, Andrew? You're gonna try and convince us to do hillbilly algae? Ooh, yeah, of course. That is that's my goal right here. N- no, not at all. I'm gonna went with Ma Rainey as well. Shout out really quick to the makeup and hairstyling, and I'm thinking of ending things, which is which not should have won. <laughs> By far, easily the best of the year. Yep. Well, Maori was Shout pretty out. good. Yeah, I'm thinking of anything that's pretty much the best in every category, but in terms <laughs> of makeup and, and hairstyling, it's ba- it's not close. Best in everything. Wow, that's uh, basically. Yeah. You want to be editing, what song was it? Writing. What song does it have? Yeah. What song? The fact that it exists means it should get best. Song. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Okay, fine. Not song. That's just a basic every category, but. You think it should win for an animated documentary short subject? Yeah, absolutely, exactly. <laughs> that would've been great if uh, it was nominated for song and just it's the song title is it just just deserves the nomination. Yeah, exactly. Be like, trust us, it's it exists. <laughs> Shout out to the witches, the makeup and that. <laughs> I also started that movie and I never finished it. Wow. I honestly, I almost never start movies and don't finish them. And then like Oscar contenders, I don't I, I don't know why I watched that. Oh, I didn't. I don't know why Which I is an Oscar that. contender? I don't know that. That was? I found Letterboxd and I was like, ah, oh, fine. And then I started and I was like, nope. And I stopped. That's the story of me and the witches. Anyway, go on. That's a fascinating story. <laughs> Great. I loved it. That should be a live action short right there. So we're all Ma Rainey? Yeah, yeah, we're all Ma Rainey. Yes. Yeah, Tristan can't convince us this time. I, I go Ma Rainey. Tristan's Ma Rainey this time. He did convince us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Tristan convinced us. I like to think Tristan's, like, yeah. secretly, like, working with Emma. He's going to try and get it all the wins. <laughs> all the wins. All right, so we can go on to animated shorts. Emma was not nominated, but the nominations were Burrow, Genius, Loki, Lochi? I don't, I don't freaking know. I didn't, I didn't watch it. We have If Anything Happens, I Love You. We have Opera and Yes People. I haven't seen any of the shorts, so. If I've seen any? If anything I've, I've only seen, I've seen two of the short film nominees total, two of the animated ones. I don't know anything about these That's what, We're all the animated ones. Yeah, so uh, if anything that happens, I love you is what I'll predict because it was really good, and I don't think they won't give it to it. Yeah, it's my my pick as well as my prediction. Same. It was trending on Letterboxd um, when um, everybody was watching it. I was like, what is this? And everyone knows the Oscars go by Letterboxd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. 
I wish, but like I saw it, I was like, wow, this is really sad. I hope he wins someday. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I watched it. I'm gonna lie, I watched it on my phone in the bathtub, and I was like crying in the bathtub. <laughs> so yeah, it's better than sitting in the toilet watching a movie. True story. True story. Your mom walks into you crying in the that, bathtub. That's another live-action short film for, for the collection. I would vote for that. <laughs> Me sitting in a bathtub crying to this Netflix short film on my phone. I like Borrow as well as the other one I saw, but I'm thinking about anything is, is significantly more impactful. You mean if anything happens, yeah. I love you? Yeah. I'm sorry. If anything happens, I love you. I'm thinking of anything. It's also a movie that exists, and it's really good. Because I wrote down, I'm thinking of anything. That's not the name of the movie. Tristan gets it. You, you get it. Wow, I never thought Tristan would vote for I'm thinking of ending things for a category. Yeah, never. <laughs> I uh, but that's why I crossed it out. But if anything happens, I love it. Okay. Probably won't have you seen all of them? Uh, no, I've only seen two. I've only seen this one and Burrow. I thought Burrow was great, but this one, this one's going to win. And I'm thinking of ending things and stuff. That was <laughs> I saw that one too, unfortunately. <laughs> I really if any oh, no, we're not getting into it. We're not getting into it. No, no, no. no. But, uh, <laughs> we don't have time for that. We'll be no. here all day. No. <laughs> uh, I'm also picking If Anything Happens, I Love You. I actually, personally, I think Burrow was cuter, and I really like, I think I liked it more, but... Oh, I agree. Burrow is cuter. Yeah. I'm thinking of anything that's not... Per- uh, sorry. I, I'm, yeah. If Anything Happens, I Love You. It's not particularly cute. He had more fun watching. Yeah, that's true. I prefer Burrow. Yeah, I, I, I had a good time with it. It was, it was fun. But um, yeah, I'm picking that as well. And you're picking that, right? Yep. Did you even you're, watch you're, uh, you're If Anything Happens? No, I no. haven't seen any of them. <laughs> nope. I've only seen one, and that's If, if Anything Happens, I Love It. Oh. So that means you're Team Burrow, right? All right. No. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> Four to two here. Well, Wayne's never seen it. What do you think it's about, Andrew? I'm curious. I have no idea. Mm. You can just take a shot in the dark. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's about someone buying chocolate for their mom. Yeah, for sure. That's why it's yeah. the, the note on the chocolate says, if anything happens, I love you. It's a preemptive gift. Yep. Oh, no, it's, yeah. It's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really hilarious. <laughs> it's quite a knee slapper, yeah. yeah. It's, it's and also sad. All right, so we can move on to live action short. It's uh, it's about a school I'm... shooting, Andrew. Oh. <laughs> move on to live action short, and we have feeling through letter room, the present, two distinct strangers, and white eye. I've seen. Is it distant them. or distinct? I'm actually not sure. I thought it was distant. It's the only one. It's the only one I've seen, and I'm still voting for Letter Room because it has Oscar Isaac, and that's all I know about it. You should check it out, though. I I watched all the was it live action shorts last week. Wait, if it won, would that mean Oscar Isaac would win? Yeah. No, I think it was the producer. Oh, he produced it. I don't know. He it. Oh, he produced, he produced it. it. Yeah, he's too big of an actor to be in a short film that he didn't produce. Yeah, he produced it with his wife. That'd be so cool. No, he produced it with his wife also. I don't know what you're talking about, Siegel. Maybe Oscar just really loves letters, and he just really wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, I also picked Letter Room. I didn't even know Oscar Isaac was in it. I just like letters, so I voted for it. Whatever, whatever the majority of you predict, I'm just going to go with, because I have no knowledge on this. Make it interesting. No. You're the only one we all don't predict. Yeah, see, no, I put Two Distant Strangers as my prediction. I haven't seen any of them, so I just took a shot and, and guessed this one. I ch- no, I chose Two Distant Although the concept itself is kind of like, it fell, it falls apart at the end. 
I still I still enjoyed it. I thought Joey Badass was uh really like captivating. But what should win would be uh the Letter Room because I thought the Letter Room was actually more um engaging. Mm, what is the Letter Room about? Letters, um, I don't know. It's about this uh what was it? This uh police officer who works at a, a prison and um he gets sent to um doing uh letter duty duties, um looking at uh, <laughs> letters from uh prisoners. And then he gets caught. Didn't grow up. <laughs> I know. Oh he said duty. He gets caught up in a whole relationship between a, a prisoner, prisoners, and um, other people outside of mm. the prison. That does sound really interesting, actually. I want to see that. Sounds good, but I'm never going to watch it. And it's also about Isaac, so I want to see it. All right, so right now we're I'll divided. Just, I'll just go with Letter Room. All right, so that's now three for Letter Room, two strangers. What's your pick, Andrew? Are you going for Letter Room, Strangers, or are you going to go for one of the other three? What'd you go for, Quentin? Oh, I did Letter Room because I like letters. Oh, so Tristan and Jack went Strangers? Yeah. What do you think of Andrew? Um, honestly, I Googled it, and I found someone's ranking list, and they had the present first, so I just put that on mine. The present. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's a good one. one. Three different picks. That's a good one. That's about the, was it the Palestinian conflict. Now, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I just want to throw out an offer here. If the present wins, do I also technically win because a letter could be a present? Oh, my God. Okay, all right. It was was just a shot in the dark. I just want to... I don't think so. Dang. All right, so we got the documentary short, and the five nominations here is Colette. Oh, man, I'm going to butcher this one. Concerto is a conversation. Do not... Concerto, probably. Okay, well, Seal, do you want to read all these ones off? I'm going to screw that all up. I don't know them. I don't know them. I'll just correct you. Yeah. Okay, we got Do Not Split. Did I get that one? Yeah, you got that. Yes. Yeah, all I right. Think you're good, yeah. One point for Quentin. Hunger, Ward, and Love Song for Latasha. Letitia. Letitia. <laughs> I think it's also the French pronunciation of hunger. No, I don't even know. Anglais. Hungel. I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've not heard of any of these, so I don't know. Neither have I, but it was an easy pick. Uh, of these five not names... Not only are they short films, they're documentaries. Like, I had no chance here. I don't even yeah, know yeah that's true, yeah. This I'll is... just go with that one. I'll go with that one, too. Yeah, this is the least interesting yeah, for pick me. One. Pick one for me, Quentin. Well, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want me to pick one for you, or I want to pick the same one I'm picking, because it's an easy pick for me. Sure. I'm picking sure, pick, Love pick that Song. That's a cool name. Well, one <laughs> Actually... You know what? Put a, put down Colette for me because I like Tony Colette. She's a good actress, so just put down Colette. She is me. a good actress, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Oh, you like a Holocaust documentary? Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, why why wouldn't why wouldn't you like a Holocaust documentary? <laughs> Alright, Tristan, are you so picking confused. what's wrong with Holocaust documentaries? No, yeah, no, that's I right. You never heard of any of these, but I put down a love song for Letitia. Was a uh Yeah, me no, too. My prediction um, Tristan going. looks like he knows what he's talking about. I'm going with yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever is number one in Gold Derby, I'll go with. I, I saw the... Well, pick now. You don't, you don't have time to look this up. You're picking now. <laughs> okay, well, then I'll just go with the love song. I just wrote Colette. I saw, what was it, a love, a love song for Letitia, Do Not Split, and um, a concerto uh, is a conversation. Mm-hmm. Personally, I would go for a love song for Letitia because it's all about the, um, the L.A. riots. 
Um, Tristan, I told you, you know. Hey, it's about. a good one, man. It's it was very <laughs> emotional. It was, it was most it was about the girl who got shot by the um, uh, store owner. But I would also choose Do Not Split because it's um, a 30-minute unedited uh, documentary about the Hong Kong um, uh, protests. And I think the Oscars love like controversy and like just like rewarding like films that are like not like out there but like make headlines. And um, mm. Do Not Split is uh, one of the documentaries that um, caused China to like ban the Oscars for like this year. Mm. So, so which one are you picking? So they're not going to be happy with Chloe Zhao. Yeah, they're not going to be happy with Chloe Zhao um, winning Best Director. Um, Chloe Zhao has criticized China's uh, government uh, a couple years ago. That didn't tip it off. It was actually the, the documentary um, Do Not Split that tipped it off. Mm. Going with the love song for Letitia. I regret and, saying love song uh, first. You guys all stole my great pick. I was proud of that one. <laughs> are you going to steal it too, Andrea? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the one I would have liked the most by the title. All right, Letitia. We're all singing you a love song, I guess. They all stole it from me. But we have Documentary next, and we have Collective, Crypt Camp, Mole Agent, Octopus Teacher, and Time. I think Octopus Teacher is going to win. I didn't expect it to get nominated, but it won the PGA and the BAFTA. So I think it's got it. I've seen none of them, but I'm, yeah, I'm with Sam on this one, because he said things that made sense. <laughs> Wait, Seagull, Seagull, I thought, I thought you saw Time. Oh, I have seen Time. Oh, too true. Well, actually, changing my vote to Time, I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Seagull um, sees, it's worthy. I'm going for my octopus It's actually really good. Oh, no, but you've seen all of them. Uh-oh, um, and you're still going with Octopus Teacher? Teacher, I'll tell you right now, this is the only one I've seen Octopus Teacher, and the dude 
definitely would have fucked the octopus. He freaking loved that boy. <laughs> oh no, like, oh, no, no, like, literally. Okay, okay. Okay, I, I don't want to get into too much spoilers, but obviously the octopus swims away from the guy because he's like, I'm an octopus, bitch. I can swim around. I ain't going to hang out with you. So the octopus swam away. And the dude, literally in the end of the documentary, the last 10 minutes was him crying about how he's dreamed about the octopus for the last month every single night. He's, he dreams about his friend, the octopus. Are you not voting octopus? I'm absolutely not because it's the only one I've seen and it sucks. There's no way. No way people will vote for it. Oh my goodness, so you're going, what are you going for, time? time? No, I'm going to go with Crip Camp. Yeah. I retract my retraction to retract my retraction, and I'm actually going with time, because I like it so much, it's going to win. Time has I a better chance wins. than a dude wanting to sleep with an octopus. I'm just saying that. You guys all fell for it. Yeah. No, it has nothing to do with you. I just, I think, I'm fine, it has to do with you. No. <laughs> I, think time, I think time's going to take it. I, I think time's going to take it, I really do. I wish. I really wish. It's yeah. a great documentary. I didn't even see Crip Camp. Hope. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I know, but the Oscars are kind of ridiculous. Well, yeah, I didn't even see Crip Camp, but uh, it, it can't be worse than Octopus Teacher. I feel pretty good. <laughs> All right, so next we have Animated, and it is... They didn't even need to do this. Yeah, because like, they're so good. The nominees Yeah, you guys just want to skip them? <laughs> do we really have to do this? Why are we on this podcast? We actually have to talk about the nominees and the categories. Oh, like, <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. It's just because it's the most obvious category. Well, uh, I don't know. Uh, Andrew might actually pick one. We'll see. No, no, I, I did do Soul. Oh, okay. But I, I love Wolfwalkers. I absolutely love that. Yeah. that I, Soul is absolutely my favorite of the nominees, but yeah. I'd, be ha- I'd be very excited if yeah. Wolfwalkers won. If yeah. Wolfwalkers won, I'd actually be more excited than Soul because... I'd even be excited same. if Shaun the Sheep won. I love that movie. Yeah, so Shaun the good. Sheep is awesome. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's all gonna win. I mean, come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it deserves it. Let's not think about it. Yeah, I think it's also. Yeah. But yeah, I gotta say, Onward was easily my favorite movie. Uh, I've only seen three of the five. Onward is my favorite of the three I've seen. You Phillips are crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's, I it's, love Onward. It's in the Phillips and Blood. I think it's gonna win, but Onward's amazing. Yeah, it's in the Phillips and Blood. Onward is my second favorite film of the year overall. I think Onward was my third favorite year of the movie of the year overall. Wow. None of the animated movies made my top ten. The nominations were Onward, Over the Moon, Farmageddon, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. Soul's the winner. Uh, Is anyone, anyone going to be crazy, not pick Soul? It's going to win. On the moon. No, I was thinking of Soul. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Over the moon? The only one I haven't seen. Over the moon, on the moon, whatever it's called. I don't even know. I saw that movie and I don't even know. I wrote it, I, in my review, I was like, I just hope it's not as forgettable as I fear it will be, and I don't even remember it a little bit. Where's, where's Trolls I just, 2? I just remember writing that. Over the Moon was so boring. Where Where is the Crudes 2? Where is Trolls 2? Yeah, where is it? Thank you. Thank no, to, no I'm, I'd much rather um, Sean the Sheep fly again than the Crudes 2. Yeah, yeah, but over the moon over Crude Two, come on. Yeah, but yeah. but but that wasn't the one that would have been out. Yeah, Farmageddon was agree. the one. Yeah, true, true. Snuck in. All right, so we have best international film. Another one we can kind of gloss over, but the nominations are Another Round, Better Days, Collective, Man, Who Sold His Skin, and a film that I cannot pronounce. So we'll just say it is a movie. Okay, 
Oh, yeah, I'm ashamed to admit that another round is the only one of the nominees I've seen. The thing is, okay, I have, I have an argument for why another round could lose, even though it won't. So, um, another round is obviously the front runner. It got a director nomination. That's like a big indicator. But Pan's Labyrinth won three Oscars, and none of them were best born. I, I, Same with I, I Amelie. Amelie was nominated for like Amelie best won. Yeah, win. Amelie got a, like a screenplay nomination and a cinematography nomination. He didn't win foreign film. So there's a possibility that another round like weirdly loses, but I'm not going to bet on that. But I, I'm I'm like, keeping an eye out for Cool Vida Saida because that one is other than another round the most acclaimed. But yeah, that's it's just like the Pan's Labyrinth thing has really sort of set my mind for this category. Mm-hmm. But how long was Pan's Labyrinth? <laughs> It was like 15 years ago. Yeah. I, I think yeah. another round. And Amelie, Amelie was also 2001. They were both, they were both yeah. early fa- 2000s. But still, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fair. Yeah, but another round's taking it easy. No yeah, and I'm happy it's going to win an Oscar, even though it, it should yeah. be nominated for other things. But uh, It's a good point. Like best original song. It should win that, obviously. Yeah. No, but it was a good point Sam uh, brought up. Um, so... Even though I choose like another round, I if another round didn't exist, uh, Covetus Ada would have been like the next one because I saw that. Yeah, I've heard of that movie. That one was really good. It, it moved me a lot. Um, Collective mm-hmm. was also another one that moved me. Um, I also saw it was a Better Days, and I thought that was like not that good. Um, and I have it was worse days. Yeah, it was worse <sighs> days. I still haven't seen the man who sold uh, his skin yet, so I can't really uh criticize anything with that that sounds um, cool as someone yeah, that likes but, skin like i'm very team skin that's why i like to keep mine on yeah that sounds cool. interesting yeah yeah <laughs> i, I think it sounds yeah. pretty cool but we all know another round's gonna win this yeah 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 it is i'd be down to watch <laughs> the man who sold his skin we should watch that i have no interest you have no interest in selling your skin or watching the movie i mean both <laughs> okay <laughs> you pause for a second i got a little nervous all right, so we have Best Editing, and the five nominations is Ooh. The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and Trial of Chicago 7. Okay, so before I make fun, so the thing is, the ACE Eddie Award is, like, in the next few days, and that's really good at predicting Oscars, so if Trial wins that, then I, I'll probably yeah. predict it to win the Oscar, but Sound of Metal, as of now, is my choice. As of now is what's getting locked into this competition where I'm going to beat you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got Sound of Metal also winning this one. I didn't like the editing in Trial of Charo 7. I thought that was on the weaker point. Yeah, The Father is the best editing. Sound of Metal is yeah. going to editing. I thought Father is the best editing also. I agree with that. The Father is the whole year. I actually like the Trial of Chicago 7's editing. There was like a couple scenes that actually like were like effective with the, with the editing. Um, if we're talking about best editing of the year again, the movie with the best editing of the year wasn't nominated. However, <laughs> or out of those that are nominated, The Father is the best. Yeah, The Father is the best. I'm movie. fine with Sound of Metal winning. That movie is really well edited. Yeah, I'm, going with sound, I'm going Sound of Metal. I'm still going with Sound of Metal. I'm going with Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. Jack, are you going with Sound of Metal? <laughs> sound of Metal. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also going for Sound of Metal. I think Promising Young Woman is good. I think The Father's amazing, but I think it's going to go to Sound of Metal, which is pretty worthy. I think it's my second favorite of the five. I agree The Father was done really well. What about you, Andrea? 
Um, I'm going with Sound of Metal as well. Yep. Boom. It's a sweep. Boom, bada bing. Boom. If only we were the Oscar voters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we could we could be right. <laughs> yeah, after all the shorts, and, uh, the shorts and documentaries where we all differentiated. Uh, this is we're all back together. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Octopus teacher fools. All right, so we can go to the screenplays here. We're finally at some Ooh, of the big awards. Spicy. So we have adapted screenplay, and the five nominations is Borat two. The Father, Nomadland, One A to Miami, and White Tiger. Can I make my argument for The Father? Don't make an argument. You can. Sam, me and you are going to win here because I am picking The Father and it's definitely The Father, winning. the thing is, Nomadland is not a conventional script. And even though it's one of the most precursors for adapted screenplay and it's the best picture frontrunner, The Father not only winning the BAFTA, but it feels like a screenplay movie, whereas Nomadland isn't as much so. Not only do I think The Father should win, but I think they're going to want to spread the love a bit, and I don't think Chloe Zhao is going to be winning four Oscars, so I, or three Oscars, but I'm pretty pretty confident in saying that The Father is going to win adapted screenplay, and it's going to be like an interesting way to give it something, and I'm really happy that, I, that like this is what I think is going to win, because it absolutely deserves to win. Yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's for sure The Father. The Father isn't really going to win anything else. Hop, uh, poor Hopkins, love you, man. He ain't winning. So the father's got to win something, and I think the screenplay is awesome. So I'm going to... Yeah, I agree. I, I, I also have the father. No, you okay. don't. I don't know. Did I put Nomadland or the father? You put Nomadland. Are you changing it? All right, stick with that. I picked Nomadland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have Nomadland because it's the most uh, um, unconventional pick, and it's like winning um, a bunch of awards uh, precursors. Um... I think the dialogue in like Nomadland is like beautiful. Um, oh yeah, like I'm I, fine with it winning. I just think the father should. I yeah, but I I stuck with uh what was it, Nomadland because it like impacted me. Um and I, yeah, so I I have one movie, the father winning production design, but Nomadland winning screenplay. Cool. Man, I was real split on this category. I'm still real split on it. I don't know which way to go. Yeah, it's literally two Two of us are going The Father, two of us are going Nomadland. Tristan and Andrew, what are you guys thinking? I don't know. What are you thinking, Andrea? <laughs> um, I'm going Nomadland. I love right, it. You know, I'll go Father then. This is Sparker. I'll go Father. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I had Nomadland written down, but I, I, I was real 50-50 on it. I hope, I hope uh, we're right on that one. I really do. Shout out to the White Tiger. I am right. I, there's no doubt in my the mind. The White Tiger is the most like random nomination. No, I'm always right. The Father, Crip Camp. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sweep Let's this. Let's see. Hmm. All right. So we have original screenplay. Uh, this this is my one, favorite category this year. Yeah, I think this one, I think we're all going to be on the same page. We got Judas and Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and Trial of Chicago 7. I, yeah, at the beginning Trial of this award Chicago season, 7 is the best. I, at the beginning of this award season, I thought Aaron Sorkin, obviously, he's going to win everything. And the Globe win was like, okay, yeah. And then Emerald Fennell wins everything else. And I'm predicting her to win the Oscar. And the second she walks on that stage, takes that Oscar, I will have a heart attack of happiness. It will be amazing. <laughs>
front runner in this race uh, for original screenplay. I thought her screenplay was just unique. I'm very happy that Emerald Summer was like the front runner, and I'm gonna choose Promising Young Woman. Um, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I fuck with it. Nice. Yeah. Shout out Judas. Yeah, Promising Young Woman is gonna win, and it should win. Best screenplay yeah. of the year. Shout it's winning, Minari. baby. Minari, yeah. Minari, Judas, and Sound of Metal are all really, really, really good, too. So Yeah. <laughs> I got Promising Young Woman also. I think it's the best screenplay. I think it's yeah. gonna win. It's gonna win. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Andrea? Yep. Ditto. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear ditto. I want to hear you admit Promising Young Woman is going to win. I can say it's what I wanted to win, but I, it's going to win. I just want to hear it. That's right. I want, I want Judas to win, but Promising Young Woman has it in the bag, guaranteed. Yeah, definitely. Woo! Yes. That's right, baby. All right. So yeah. for supporting actor, we have Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of the Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, Paul Racy for Sound of Metal, and uh, Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. Does anyone is not anyone, have... Is anyone going to go against Daniel Kaluuya? Yeah. I really like Paul Racy, but I, uh, I got Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, yeah. The thing uh, is, this whole argument... Really, the... Yeah. Can I make, a, can I make the it? The whole argument of Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya are going to split votes, like, that's not going to happen. Stop betting on that. Like, that's it's not going to happen. Not he does not let it happen. I don't think that's impossible for it to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm not betting on that. I'm going to make an objection to that. I think the splitting the votes thing is bullshit. And I, I kind of see Lakeith Stanfield not, like, like getting it um, compared to Daniel Kaluuya. But if it does happen, like, if it's like a, I don't know, not like a, yeah. if something weird happens where, like, the, they, like, they're like, I don't know who to choose, and then they go, yeah, I don't know who to choose, um, yeah. and, uh, Daniel Kalia somehow split the vote, and then somebody else wins, like, uh, was it Paul Racy? I would be totally fine with that. Uh-huh. But, um, I think Paul Racy I would not be. I want, I want, like, Keith or Kaluuya to take it, and those are my only two choices. Much as I love uh, Racy and, and, and Sound of Metal, Lakeith and Kalia are, are, are by far the two best uh, in yeah. this category. Well, mostly because yeah. they're although, kind of Although one leads. of them should be in lead, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh -huh. I would argue they're both kind of leads. They have so, like, they're both in the movie yeah, so much. Yeah, exactly. It's Narratively movie. speaking, in a narrative sense, Lakeith is lead, Kalia is supporting. I agree. In screen time, they might yeah. both be lead or supporting, but you want to look at what's no, going screen on. Time is, the screen time, it, it, it goes into that, too. We're all in the collegiate train. I think you yeah. got it. And I will be thrilled yeah. if he is so deserving. Yeah, I've always been a huge Kaluuya fan. And Get Out was one of my favorites yeah. in 2017. Kaluuya, Lakeith, and Jesse Plemons are my three favorite uh, Hollywood actors working at the moment, and they were all in Judas. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it was a great cast. Yeah. All right, so for supporting actress, we have Maria Bakalova for Borat 2. We have Glenn Close for uh, Hillbilly LG. We have Olivia Coleman for The Father, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, and Yoon Jung Yoon for Minari. I think Yoon Jung Yoon is going to win. And I was, yep. after the credit, I, I mean, for a while, I was on the Maria Bakalova train. But after Yoon Jung Yoon won very long the SAG, for a very long while, but after Yoon Jung Yoon won the SAG, I said, this is going to happen, and I'm really happy about it. I think she's very much deserving of this award. Yeah, Maria Bakalova's not deserving anyway. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just knew Sam would not like that. 
Yeah, um, I'm I'm happy with EJ winning and she's enough. Here's the thing. Early in the race, we all predicted Amanda Seafried to um mm. start well, winning. But um I think once was it uh was it Maria Balcoboca uh kind of like got like a little traction, we were like, Okay, she's probably gonna get it. And then uh-huh. Jin Yoon got the was it the sag and we're like, and oh, and Bapta and we're like, Oh shit, this has actually happened. So yeah. um, I'm going with uh Yun Jin Yoon, um her uh best supporting actress. Um, run close, I'm sorry. Maybe <laughs> next time. Next time. Olivia Coleman, I love you, but this is yeah. you, you, you had your Olivia Coleman's my pick, but not my prediction. Yeah, I actually agree. I think I think Olivia Coleman was my favorite, but I'm also going for Yuna. I think Yuna's fantastic, and I think she's got the she's got the hype around her. What are you thinking, Andrea? Change all our minds. Yeah, yeah, Tristan, convince no, me. I'm going the same way. I'm going Yuna. I thought she was the best. I really like. It's probably my favorite part of Minara, and I really enjoyed the movie. So, mm. almost fair for sure. That's fair. Alan Kim was my favorite part of the movie. All right, Andrew, it's your turn to convince yeah. us. Glenn Close, right? <laughs> no, um. <laughs> No, but I'm going to go with Olivia Coleman just because, like, four different... Like, didn't you say people have, like, no one's been the same, right? Oh, that's lead actress. Oh, that's, no, that's lead? that's the other category. Okay, well, so I'm going with Olivia Coleman because I like her the best. I know maybe that won't yes. happen, but yeah. um, I thought she was great. Idea. She was wonderful. I have a, I have a thing. I, none of you are going to like this, but... I don't think this is going to happen, but there is yeah, I already a, hate it. a small chance of Glenn Close winning, and I will explain. Even though the movie was pants, the fact that she got nominated means that they liked the performance because the movie was not good, and they didn't like nominate anything other than makeup. And maybe some Academy voters would be like, just give her the award, like, even though this isn't her best performance. They'll be like, you know, I'm just going to vote for her because she, she should have won in the 80s or something. However, I'm not going to Yeah, say I mean, it. there's always a possibility of, ever, of yeah. any of the nominees winning. I just don't mm-hmm. see it happening. Hence why yeah, they're nominees. Yeah. But I think if there's anyone who's second in line, I think it's Glenn Close. But I'm pretty confident mm-hmm. I'm going to Jung Yoon winning. Interesting. Yeah. Again, Yoo Jung Yoon's my pick, but my prediction, but, but Olivia Coleman's my pick. Just to yeah. Restate mm-hmm. I love, I love four out of five of these a lot. So. Yeah. Four out of five. I like who keeps picking on one. So we can go into lead actor here. We have Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. We have Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's give a little hype for yeah. Ahmed. Yeah, I love him. All right, I got... am mad that he, he, like, it should be his year. Let's just get that out of the yeah. way. But... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he's he by far be. the best, in my opinion. Yeah, we got Chadwick yeah. Boseman for Ma Rainey. We have Anthony Hopkins for The Father. We have Gary Oldman for Mank. And Stephen Yoon yeah. for Minari. I'm Gary Oldman. <laughs> Gary Oldman. My favorite actor ever. That's amazing. I love Darkest Hour too. Just the best film. So I thought this was going to be a sweep, but it looks like we might have a bit of a difference here. I'm going Bozeman. I think Bozeman's going to win. I'm going Bozeman because I'm going Bozeman. Losing. Andrea, are you going Bozeman? No. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm going Hopkins. Honestly, I love The Father, and I thought the acting was so good. That's why I think they definitely deserve to win some acting awards. So I know the anonymous ballot thing needs me nothing, and there's the smallest fraction of the awards. But I'm seeing a lot. All of the ones I've seen say are like, you know what? I'm voting for Anthony Hopkins. 
Because everyone else is just going to vote for Chadwick Boseman, obviously. They'll take care of him. And I'm thinking that if everyone has that mindset, they're going to vote for the performance that they love the most and that it's going to overtake and then, that, and then Anthony Hopkins can pull an upset. And the same thing happened with Olivia Coleman and Glenn Close. People were like, you know what? I like Olivia Coleman the best because she's the best in the category. And they're like, you know, I'm going to vote for Olivia Coleman because obviously... Because, because Sam said she's the best, so obviously... <laughs> obviously, she's not going to win. Obviously, Glenn Close is going to win because, like, you know, it's her time. She needs an Oscar. But then Olivia Coleman won. So I'm feeling, feeling upset here. So I'm going to I'm gonna go on a women and predict Hopkins, but if Chadwick Boyens is obviously not going to be a shot. I think that it would almost be a shame for Chadwick to win because I think at this point everyone agrees he's not the best in the category and it's going to go down as he won because he died. And that's yeah. almost a stain rather than an award on his legacy. I, I sort of disagree. But he's going to win anyway. No, no. no. <laughs> no I think Chadwick was amazing, but not the Yeah, I think... Oh, no, no, I agree. I agree. He was amazing, but I think everyone, most people agree that Hopkins and Riz were better. Yeah. yeah. If he wins, it's only because he died and that's why it was a sweep, not because... He was so clearly the best that deserved it. But it's not that he didn't deserve it, though, right? He does. Yeah, I think no, not that he didn't deserve it, but it's that he won because he died. That, that's what it will be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think it's the only reason why. Because I think he, he definitely still got a nomination if he was still alive. And I think yeah. it's a very Oscar-y type of role. But I think if he was still alive, then Anthony Hopkins would sweep easy. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, but I I chose Bozeman. I'm going to be shaking in my boots. If, like, if Bozeman wins, I'm going to be like, okay, that was just me going back to the Olivia Coleman situation. But if Hopkins wins, then my theory is correct. Sam's theory is really um, interesting, because, like, in the back of my mind, I'm just like, yeah, Anthony Hopkins is, like, fucking amazing in The Father, but I have to trust my gut, and, like, Chadwick Boseman has been, like, winning, like, most of the precursors, mm-hmm. like, everywhere. So I'm just like, okay, Boseman. But also, yeah, like, I I love Anthony Hopkins, and um, he, he already won an Oscar, so, like, he's already set. Mm-hmm. So he Can I remind you that before that, he wasn't expected to, and he just won BAFTA and then the Oscar. So, like, he would be doing the same thing if he won for this. Yeah. But also... History it's, repeating it. It was his home turf also, so... Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like... Are also an advantage. I love looking at the way Sam's acting. He, he doesn't think this is possible. He thinks it's happening. He's like, history's repeating itself, baby. I love it. My um, pick is Riz. My prediction is Chadwick. Yeah, I'm exa- I'm with Seagull. I, I, my, my pick my is Riz. Pick I think it's Riz. Bozeman. My prediction is Chadwick. Oh, Hopkins. Yeah, but, but Tristan, uh, you said Bozeman, right? <laughs> just want to confirm. Yeah, I'm going Bozeman for sure. I'm going Bozeman, but... uh. Maybe Gary Oldman can be like, hey, Gary Oldman, I want to win again. That'd be a pretty cool speech if he said that. <laughs> just walks up, hey, I want to win again, and I won again. Yeah, honestly, if that was his speech, I'd be okay with him winning. I'm not going to lie. That'd be pretty funny. We, we didn't talk about Steven Yoon also. Steven Yoon uh, also deserves uh, some love. Yep. I really liked him, yeah. I thought he did great. It wasn't the most surprising that he got nominated, but it was also, like, at the right time. It was just nice. It was just nice. Yeah, it was nice. I thought, like, Minori wasn't going to, like, get, like, the the most, like, nominations. I just want to say one thing. I think they should have switched Lakeith and Steven for category. I think they should have switched Lakeith. Oh, yeah. Steven's for sure the lead actor of the movie, though. Yeah. 
If they're going in terms of sharing screen time, he shares it with the entire rest of the cast the whole time. I agree narratively he is, but they don't care apparently about the narrative because they're Lakeith would be weak. I agree. I think also was Gary Oldman should have been like kicked out and Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or Delroy Lindo. Fucking Delroy Lindo. Yep. Or Matt. Yeah, Mads would have been good. Mads. Yeah, yeah, I know Andrea loves him. All right, so you guys want to bite the bull with lead actress? Uh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it now. All right, so for lead Sorry, actress. What? Wow. I see you already knows? I hope you're, you better be right. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I want Francis to win, but Carrie's winning it. All right, so the five we have is Viola Davis for Ma Rainey, Andra Day for U.S. vs. Billie Holiday, we have Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. I don't know. <laughs> Frances McDormand is most definitely the best, but Carrie Mulligan is most definitely the winner. I think that it's between Carrie Mulligan, Viola Davis, and Andrew Day. They all have a narrative. I, even though Frances McDormand won the BAFTA, it's because the others weren't nominated. So, and I think if Carrie Mulligan were nominated for the Bachelor, she would have 100% won. So, I'm torn. And the problem is, uh, obviously, Mulligan is in a Best Picture nominee. So that, to me, seems like she's gonna, you know, she has a stronger chance than Davis. But, like, and, and the fact that I'm predicting Hopkins and not Chadwick, it would be weird if Viola won, but not Chadwick. That would be really strange. I mean, I, I really don't know. Like, I, I'm very clueless because every time it's been, oh, she's going to win, I, I think of the other two, and I'm like, I'm really switching between the three, so I, I just don't know for this category. Yeah, Carrie's going to win. <laughs> I, I'm I don't understand why you think that Carrie, it's so obvious, Carrie's going to win. I don't understand. I got Carrie also. I think Carrie was the best, and so I, I got oh, her. Uh, well, yeah. No, but, like, I'm conflicted also as well, because, like, this category has been, like, throwing curveballs with uh, a lot of these yeah. characters. What was it? Andrew Day won a uh, Golden Globe. Uh, yeah, that was the most shocking thing ever. Really. Yeah, yeah when we thought, uh, was it Carrie Mulligan got, got in the bag, and it didn't happen, so we were just like, oh, shit. And then, um, what was it? Carrie Mulligan was the BAFTA. That could because of the out. jury rule. So. Yeah, so that caused Francis McDormand to win. And then, was it Vanessa Kirby? She's just, like, empty-handed. <laughs> yeah. She's um, the only one who hasn't won something. Yeah. So, I'm just, I'm just looking at her, I'm just like, hmm, maybe history might be made and she might actually win. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be, I would be into that. I would fuck with it, because, like, her performance oh, yeah. in um, Pieces of the wo- of a Woman is, like, it's, like, breathtaking. Like, if, you, if you've seen the movie, like... The first 30 minutes is like entirely dedicated to her um, giving birth to a baby. It's like a whole like one take. And I'd like that a different person went everywhere. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, mm-hmm. But like also Viola Davis, like even though she has one, um, was it Best Supporting Actress um, for Fences? For Fences. Yeah. Um, Where she actually had more screen, like twice as much screen time as she does in Ma Rainey. So I think she should have won lead for Fences. Yeah, yeah. So we all agree Carrie's winning? So since, uh, was it, Viola Davis is still, like, here nominated for Best um, Lead Actress, um, I I would give it, like, a, not like a like a pick, but like a, kind of like a little 
small prediction, um, mainly because of the fact, like, she's, she'll be, like, was it, like, the second um, black actress to win in this category? So could Andrew Day, though. Yeah, so can Andrew Day, but, like, also it could split, like, the vote because, like, they're both singers. Yeah. Singers. I've heard that so, argument, but at the same time, I don't agree with it. Yeah, I don't agree with that either, but, like, also, Viola Davis. So, who's who's your prediction? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm conflicted because, like, one day yeah, so, I'll be, okay. I'll be Siegel's not impressed. Like, Viola Davis has this in the bag. Like, it's her time to win, even though she has one. Mm. And other days, I'm just like, no, Carrie Mulligan ha- deserves yeah. this. Like, so, what about this day? She's not doing a period piece. Just because um, I want to beat you and I need you to have a pick settled so that when my pick wins, I, I beat you. If Carrie Mulligan loses, I will be devastated. But, Me too. I, but what's your prediction? I okay. Quentin, uh, what's your prediction? You can change your mind. Yeah, I'll say mine. You have to lock it down just okay. for this podcast. As of now, I will. Uh, <laughs> Me and Andrew can go first while you two really conflict about this. Oh, yeah, can, yeah. Can, can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. This is easy, all right? I set this. I, you, I played you guys all, all right, because Crip Camp is gonna win. So I I got a free point. I got free point right now. That I can do whatever I want. <laughs> you guys are all down a point right now because no one's gonna vote for a dude fucking an octopus. Jack will fuck with Kirby winning, but uh, that dude would fuck an octopus, and uh, I'm gonna win Crip Camp. <laughs> so I got a free point. I got banker's money right now. I can do whatever mm-hmm. I want, and so uh, Kirby ain't winning. Uh, Andre Day ain't winning. I, I, she won the Globes. The Globes were just doing a meme. They're like, how funny would it be if Andre Day won? Okay, let's all vote for her. Like, I hope you're right. Like, Andre Day's not winning. It's the only nomination that film has. And I haven't seen it, but it's like a 2.8 on Letterboxd. That movie the sucks. Is, the people, nobody's seen it. And the people who I saw have it. Yeah, I saw it. I thought it was me. Yeah. Are you... Not many people saw it, and those who did did not. But no one thinks that Andre Day was bad. Yeah, so, so you're telling oh, me seven... Exactly. So you're telling me 7,000 voters are going to go, well, I haven't seen this Andre Day person, but, like, I love the word Andra, so I'll throw my vote onto her. <laughs> no way. So it's clearly between Francis McDormand, Carrie Mulligan, and Viola Davis. They're my three favorite of yeah. the year, but I love Carrie Mulligan and Francis McDormand. So I'm going to throw a vote onto... Viola Davis, because if Viola Davis wins, I get a point, and if the other two win, I'm gonna drink, get drunk, and be happy. So I'm a winner either way. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my God. Uh, what if Andrew Day wins though? Uh, she's not. Uh, the Globes were just making a joke. Uh, she's not winning. Well, the Oscars also go funny though. Uh, the Oscars are so yeah. serious; they're not gonna do it. The Oscars don't have a sense of humor. What about Vanessa Kirby? Like they can be like, oh. She gave birth to a baby in, like, 30 minutes. Let's do it. Not gonna happen. I know. She's laughed. She's definitely laughed. All right, what do you think, Andrea? So, I'm gonna go with uh, Frances. Mostly because I love her. Maybe it's the wrong answer. Maybe Carrie Mulligan will win. But that's who I want to win. I'm with you on this one. I want Francis to win. She's definitely the best of the year, in my opinion, but Carrie has it in the bag, and everyone's, like, acting like it's not because they're scared to predict their favorite. Carrie's not my favorite, so I'm able to see straight and realize that she has it in the bag. I wish I could see straight. Okay. The thing is, <laughs> I wish I can't see straight, technically, but I, 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 I think that... Okay. I'm... It, uh, because the thing about Andrew Day is 
she is in Barbara Streisand. Like, you know, this is her first movie, Barbara Streisand, one of her first movies. But this woman didn't tour in every country. She didn't star in a Broadway show. Woo! So I don't see that anymore. I don't know. <laughs> a while ago. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. I will go with Carrie Mulligan <sighs> right now because I want her to win oh so badly goodness. and that would be the best moment. So oh. there we go. For a second, I thought he was going to pick Barbara Streisand. <laughs> so, what was it? I pulled up Gold Derby, and Carrie Mulligan has a 69-20 um, odds, while Viola Davis has a 39-10 odds. That's close, though. It's close. Fuck it, I'm going with Carrie Mulligan also, even though... Exactly. Whole... There's no question. You guys were just, like, going crazy, but it's so obvious. <laughs> no. What if, what, I, what if she doesn't win, though, Siegel? Then it'll be an upset. It won't. No, it actually won't be an upset. It won't be. Nothing here is an upset. Nothing. It's, it's nothing. It's not an upset. Anything other than Carrie in this category is an upset. That, but Gary. Really? Justin, what about you? I'm going with Carrie Mulligan here. She's my favorite of the year, yeah. and I, I, if you, I also think she's gonna win it. I hope, really hope you guys are right. <laughs> you picked Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, I, but like, you have to realize it's like barely prediction. It's barely a prediction. I don't know. It was pretty easy for me. I'm I'm, I'm getting happy. Whoever wins now. Like her performance in that movie was. Yeah, she should have won the BAFTA. And the scene where she was like, "I am facing." Wait. Does he just say he wished Kirby won over McDormand? Yeah, I think he did. Whoa. Unbelievable. Whoa. Whoa. Well, we can move on to best director. We have Vingerberg for another round. Fincher for Mank, Li Chung for Minari, Zhao for Nomadland, and Finel for Promising Young Woman. Here's a take that's going to make all of you hate me because Promising Young Woman stands can't think straight. Emily Finel did not deserve a director nomination. It's not a directing achievement. It's a writing achievement. It's an acting achievement. Everything. The middle figures. You guys can't handle this fact. It's Why not a directing like... achievement. Why is it not a directing achievement, though? What about it's an interesting directorial achievement there? Okay. What about it's interesting? So, Cinematography is okay. more interesting than, than the directing, even. Well, yeah, it's because okay, cinematography is great. It's not part of the entire movie. That's writing. This entire movie, and it's really dark underneath, and it looks like a girl. It's, right. it's literally the screenplay. No. It's the directing. It's the directing. It's the directing. Because, yeah, she absolutely deserves okay. it. Okay. I, mean, I, I, I think Zhao is better. I think that Shaka King deserved the nomination here. I think Charlie Kaufman deserved the nomination here. I think a lot of people deserve nominations here that were given to, to Fincher and Fennell that didn't really belong. So I had Chloe Zhao winning this one. Yeah, yeah, everyone has Chloe Zhao. Yeah, 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 we're all putting Chloe Zhao, yeah. Chloe Zhao also as well on here. As was it Siegel said about was it Fennell, like, I, I think she deserves to be here in the, in the nominations. Um, And Sam mentions what was it, the direction of... Uh, Promising Young Woman, like, the direction of that is, like, it's supposed to be, like, this really, like, dark, like, underbelly, like, type of, uh, film, um, about rape, and, um, she sugarcoats it and makes it, like, kind of, like, a, a comedic type of thing. I don't, I don't know, like, how to completely explain it, but, like, it's, like, it's, like, a different take on, like, the whole, was it rape culture, and I think she did a really good job, like, just, like, directing, like, that type of movie. But um, also, was it Vinterberg is another uh, director I think deserves also some love. Um, I thought he yeah. was incredible. Yeah. 
His directing is amazing. He takes such a mundane story and he makes it so so relatable, so exciting, so fun, so heartbreaking, so interesting. There's so much that he does with so much simplicity that that's the writing. Is the screenplay that's the life. writing. What does he do with the writing? <laughs> That's, that's the I, I, I acknowledge the writing it and brought does. it onto screen. Sam, it's like you didn't listen to what I said. I just said back what I said, my, my valid critique, and then applied it in an invalid fashion. No, I actually think that, I actually don't think enough. Like, yes, I, I, I understand you disagree. That doesn't mean that repeating words back in different contexts makes any sense. Obviously, Joe was winning, but I do think that, uh, I think Finel was, I thought the direction was really good. I also agree with Siegel, though, that the directing of Promising Young Woman would not be one of the top five things I would point at for that film and go, that was awesome. Like no. there's a lot of things that were way better in Promising Young Woman. So I don't think the directing is outstanding. It would, st it would probably still make my top five because I'm obsessed with the movie, mm -hmm. but I agree. Vindenberg for another but round. I think that's why yeah. I got in. I think they were just like, we like this movie, give it as many nominations as we can. And I'm like, okay, director works. Hell yeah. But it doesn't feel like a particular directing, like I'm not upset it got no. in. It feels no, I think it's no, you sound totally happy. Writing, I think it's definitely like to a better in terms of writing and acting and cinematography, but I think it deserves the director. She's like my fourth favorite in the category, though. Yeah. Like, despite the fact that that movie is my favorite of the year, like, I don't think that movie should win director. Yeah, compared to Lee mm -hmm. Isaac Chung. Yeah, exactly. Like, his, his, his direction um, in Minari is like, he's combining like, uh, was it drama, family drama, comedy, like all, like all of these things, and like he's putting them together, and he's making it like very like humanistic. With such a soft uh, touch, it's beautiful. Yeah, with a soft, yeah, yeah, soft tender like touch. I'm really glad that he's nominated here also as well. And then David Fincher, like I, he's he's long overdue, but looking at this category, like he hasn't won any of like the precursors, so like it's over for David Fincher. And yeah, winning winning an Oscar because you're overdue is the stupidest reason to ever win. Yeah, it is. And everyone who's ever done it should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> that, was the, that was the past decade for Best Actor. Now, obviously Fincher yeah. is one of my favorite directors ever, but he is definitely not my pick for Best Director. Yeah, just King, like or, yeah, Shaka King probably should be nominated over David Fincher. Exactly. But Zhao has the most unique uh, voice, mm -hmm. in my yeah. opinion. All right, so we have the final one here. We have best picture. Did we ever do cinematography? Yeah, it was the very first one. Yeah, it was the first one. The first one. Just quick: Florian Zeller, Darius Motter, Charlie Kaufman, um, all these Shaka King. All these people should have got in for director, and instead, Fennell and Fincher are there. Well, I think that Darius. You don't think any of those people deserve to be in there? Okay. I do, but I think that David Fincher should have been swapped out. I like this five. Honestly, this might that. have been my five. I'm just oh, saying. no, I like this five also. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. I think Fincher should have been swapped out, and Fennel should have been swapped out. That's, That's what I said. not what I'm saying. I'm saying well, I like this five. <laughs> I think this five was perfect. It's as if I picked him. <laughs> All right, so we can go on to Best Picture here. Uh, the eight nominations is The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. I like how you put the trial of Chicago Seven at last. You're, you're all just laughing. Well, it's in alphabetical <laughs> order. Yeah. The whole no, like the whole squad is just laughing. Like it's just like a movie. My pick is between Judas and the Father. My prediction is obviously not my plan. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah, same. My pick is between Minari. I think Minari should win, and Promising Young Woman. But no, my love's gonna win. What should win, in my personal take, I would go either Minari. Sound of Metal or Promising Young Woman. 
will win is uh, Nomadland. Even though it's fatigued, it's winning everywhere. This is another category that if anything other than Nomadland wins, it's an upset. What second? Is Minari second? Minari, I think betting odds, I think Minari was second, but could be wrong. Might have been no, Kyle. No, Chicago 7 second. Nothing is second. No, Madeline's Yeah, here. nothing. <laughs> the thing is, the only other movie with director editing screenplay is promising our movie, because Minari didn't get editing, and Chicago 7 thankfully didn't get director. So, no, Madeline's got it, because it's, it's won everything. It won the PGA, which I was skeptical. They usually yeah. give it to, like, more produced, like, high-budget movies. They gave it to Green Book. They gave it to, like... They gave it to Green Book, they gave it to Shape of Water, like, they give it to, like, the bigger movies. So, I thought they were going to go with Strive Chicago 7, but they went with Nomadland, so that really sold them. Yeah, it's Nomadland. Easy. I'd, I'd be very happy with Minari. I'd be happy with any of them except for Trial or Mank. I would bet money it's not Minari, because it didn't get editing. Stats. So, anything else we want to say about the 2021 Oscar nominations? Obviously, I won because I picked Crip Camp. You guys picked The Octopus. I, well, I picked uh, Pussyvox, so I think I'm going to win it with that one. You guys all picked the wrong song. And I picked an entry that predicted Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sticking with Bozeman and uh, Carrie Mulligan. I predicted the father for production design and time for documentary. So when I win, you better all send me pictures of you giving me the thumbs up. Thank you very much. You got it. Even even if you don't win, I'll give you a thumbs up just for not picking the octopus. No, we have to win for that. <laughs> yeah. Quentin really hates this movie. I need to see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's not even that bad. It is just not a winner. It's a snoozer. Oh my god. A snoozer. Do we want to do our ranking of the nominees? Like all of our rankings of the nominees? What's your ranking? I, I guess you have it, Sam. Okay. Promising Young Woman, Minari, Sound of Metal, The Father, Nomadland, Judas, Mank, and then Trial. I switched the last two. <laughs> Very I, proud of you. On the top of my head, I'm still going Nomadland, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Judas Black, Black Messiah, Sound of Metal, The Father, and then Trial of Chicago 7. For me, it goes Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and that's all that matters because those are the only two good ones. That's my ranking. <laughs> nice. Number one is Promising Woman, Sound of Metal, then maybe Minari, Father, Judas, Nomadland, Trial of Mank. I have Trial last, but that's kind of just by default. I think all of them are pretty good. Even The Father, I have it seventh, yeah. but I still think it's a really good movie. Yeah, my, my ranking, I think, would be... The Father, Judas, Sound of Metal, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Minari, Mank, Minari, Charles Gomez. Spicy. Alright, mine would be Nomadland, The Father, Minari, Sound of Metal, Judas, Promising Young Woman, Trial, and Mank. That's it. Nice. Yeah, I think ours are the most similar out of everyone's. Mine's pretty much the same as Tristan's, but he has the father and Minari higher than me. Yeah. yeah. Do we all have trial slash mank last? Those are my bottom two. Yes, those are my bottom two. I love all of them except for the last. Except for trial. I like all oh, I like all eight of them. I like like most of the movies a lot. Nice. Including I'm thinking of ending things, right? Yeah. Except that one was awful. I hated that. <laughs> That's terrible. Such movie. a bad take that you're saying so, like, confidently. Because yeah, I know I'm right. It's terrible. <laughs> All right, so that's everything for this podcast. I can't wait till we watch Crip Camp and myself win. 
uh, in 10 days' time. <laughs> I guess by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be like in a few days' time. But you guys have anything else to say? Any more hot takes? Terry Mulligan for the win. Yeah, even though I bet Viola Davis, uh, I'm, I'm up one on Crip Camp, so I'll, I'll even out with you guys. I hope she wins. Or McDormand. Uh, I'm, I'm stoked for either. But anyways, uh, that's everything on our end. Have a fantastic day, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.